it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Raw Review. This is your Raw Review for September 20th, 2021. And by God, I think we might have just had the Raw of the Year. A fantastic show going into Extreme Rules this Sunday. I, I've got to say, this is the first go-home show for Raw that I'm genuinely excited about uh, i know half the roster is over in the uk uh but the squad that they had on the show tonight well they certainly did the best that they could and they did a great job at it we will get right into that action so we kick off tonight with a renewed vigor from the new day biggie doing his entrance for the first time in since the draft and it was it was good to see it was good to hear it's just nice to see the new day at full strength came out had a wonderful opening promo and It just got better from there. Uh, We ended up having the Bloodline come out next. Of course, led by the Tribal Chief himself, the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. And now they televised, or they advertised, I should say, since SmackDown on Friday, that we would have a six-man tag match between the New Day and the Bloodline. So I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be clearly the main event because obviously you want this match to go on last. But no, we come back from commercial with all six men bickering in the ring beforehand, and we have ourselves this match right off the rip. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, okay, so we're giving this to us first. That's perfect. Okay, so here's what you do. You give them the whole 8 o'clock hour. Do it. It's worth it. We got about half of that. Still a half-hour match to a half-hour match. Um, But it really wasn't a half-hour. It was probably more like 20 minutes. But still, it was good stuff. Good stuff. So 
the Usos and uh, Kofi and Woods effectively taking the first like 10 minutes to themselves, speeding up on one another. But once Roman got in, this match went straight to 11. <laughs> he demolishes Kofi in like record time, throws him literally flying over the announcer's table. And it was just absolutely batshit crazy. So this whole this whole thing's just going at a great clip. And then unfortunately, Lashley, Bobby Lashley, last week obviously getting that money in the bank briefcase cashed in on him to lose that title. He clearly wasn't over this, <laughs> and obviously, what ha- which is what happened. Oh, yeah. Try that again. <laughs> uh, after what happened with MVP last week with Randy Orton, Lashley's by himself, and an uncaged animal. Oh boy, he literally came in and attacked everybody. The Usos. He attacked Kofi. He attacked Big E. And the ref's just like, duh, what are you doing, Lash? Why why are you attacking these people when there's a match going on? Uh, ref, are you going to call for the DQ? Yes, no, maybe? No? Oh, Lashley's going to attack more people on the outside, and Woods is going to get distracted by it, and then get speared by Roman and get pinned? Oh, okay. Yeah, continuity, guys. Come on. Please? Yeah. You DQ'd somebody for attacking somebody not in a match or not involved in a match. It, you know, just, I think, honestly, this might have been the only glaring problem that I had with this show. And it happened within the first half an hour. However, this led to many angry people. Uh, Lashley literally took out all six members of this whole crew. Um, he attacks Woods. He spears Lash. Uh, he spears um, Roman and then takes out the barricade with Big E uh, before he's all said and done. He then walks to the back, finds Adam Pierce in Sonya Deville's office, and says that the, the his era is not over. And he wants both Big E and Roman tonight. So immediately I was like, oh, triple threat? Now, I know recently they had this at a house show, and everybody seemed to gobble this up. So I'm like, are we going to get this tonight? Are we really going to get this? Don't tease me. Like, honestly, like, please, if we're going to get this, let's go. And guess what, folks? We got it. Oh, my God. Main event, triple threat, Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns, and Big E. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Now, after that, we had, I think, maybe our only real, real rematch alert of the night. Um, Eva Marie taking on Dewdrop yet again. uh, And Dewdrop, of course, getting that victory. We then... Got another stellar matchup. Randy Orton taking on AJ Styles. 
what can I really say about this match that really hasn't been said? Um, these two clearly already <laughs> just fantastic, fantastic wrestlers, best of the generations, and easy Hall of Famers for both of them. Easy. We um, we had a little fun moment towards the end of this match. Uh, a Spider-Man moment, you could say. Um, Randy was getting ready to do a RKO to AJ. Well, he was attempting to do um, or getting ready to do the, the leap into the into his forearm, his phenomenal forearm. And they both stopped at the same time. And then they just pointed at one another. And the entire Internet, myself, we just started giggling. And it was fantastic. Um, AJ then tried to sneak back in the ring. Randy caught him, dropped him, and then dropped him with an RKO. And Randy gets the win. So, yeah. This was a fantastic match. I was very, very excited with, with this one. Including the next one as well. We finally got this match. I've actually been calling for this match for quite a while. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. And this match looks like we get into another shoot fight. So I think Nia's just out here fighting with everybody. It didn't matter at this point. Um, but Shayna Baszler coming back to her ways. Choking out Nia Jax. Gets the dub and then attacks her after the match. This, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Nia the the Shanna Baszler that I've wanted since her time at NXT when she came up went through elimination chamber and decisively defeated everybody in that match then only to lose to Becky Lynch before Becky left because she was pregnant and Shanna never sniffed that title ever since but the woman that she put on Nia Jax after this match was outstanding and i gotta give props to naya for the acting job that she did tonight selling those attacks just stellar the screaming the crying the yelling the whole nine yards naya did a wonderful job i appreciate it made shana look like a billion dollars and of course shana herself selling it as in you know naya was her friend and yeah sure she was frustrated with her And she looked like she had remorse while she was, you know, systematically breaking her arm apart. <laughs> but I need to see Shayna go on a rampage after this and just tear through the women's division so she can get back into the title picture because this is where she belongs. Um, for Naya, I'm assuming she's getting some time off, which I'm sure she needs um, probably to rest and recuperate. And she comes back. Who knows? We will have our nice, uh, a nice built-in feud going. You know, after Shayna takes the title from whoever has it at that point. But we'll see. After that, we had some tag team action as uh, Mansoor and Mustafa Ali took on a new pairing of more cousins in Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. Now. Back when both of them were on television more often than not, 
I actually wondered how they would be as a tag team because, you know, they're blood. And I figured, obviously, they probably wrestled with one another for God knows how long beforehand. So you'd think it'd be pretty easy to have them be a team. Well, I was correct. <laughs> they flawlessly moved in this match and they pick up the big victory. Um, so Garza and Umberto working like a charm. Um, they're, they're trying to pull this hole with the most handsome tag team in, in WWE, which is, you know, whatever. Um, I don't care so much about that, but <laughs> it was, um, they looked good together. So, hey, it's another way to get them on television. Let's hope that this actually goes somewhere. So we'll see what happens. After that, we had our women's tag team championship match as it was Rhea Ripley and uh, Nikki A.S.H. challenging Natalia and Tamina Snucker. Before this match, um, both Nikki and Rhea were out uh, talking to the crowd about Connor's cure uh, with Rhea becoming very emotional uh, towards this whole thing. She was She was not able to really finish what she was trying to say most of the time which is understandable i mean the whole story of connor and uh, the crusher and like everything with pediatric uh, pediatric cancer um it's it's heartbreaking stuff it truly is and the fact that wwe has been able to to fundraise and and you know get millions of dollars for this research to try to see if they can you know find a breakthrough and, and cure this cancer um it's a it's a good it's a it's a great cause um and the fact that Rhea was so openly emotional about it just just speaks to her character as a human being um but during this match itself it was like that that switch was flipped she went right back to being the nightmare and I honestly, I, I missed what happened at the end. I'll be 100% honest. I blinked and it was over. Um, Nikki and Rhea win the Women's Tag Team Championships. And Natty and Tamina are done. Now, instant first challengers should be Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart for obvious reasons. Will that happen? Who knows? but I truly feel that this should be what's next for this title. After that, we had one of, I would probably say, best promo offs um, between Miss Bliss and Charlotte and Alexis Playground. And I'm telling you, the promos between these two the last few weeks, couple of weeks, have been pretty damn good. Um, I'm excited for this match for the Raw Women's Championship at Extreme Rules. Um, I know that obviously Miss Bliss has not been doing a lot of in-ring stuff. Uh, she's been mostly on the outside, especially when Bray was still with the company, uh, and then once you know Bray left after WrestleMania. Miss Bliss decided to, you know, kind of go on and take the the whole fiend concept and just kind of run with it. Um, they, they they talked about um, 
like authenticity and you know originality of you know like the woo um and then <laughs> charlotte with a quick clap back saying oh you want to talk about originality okay it's um it's just i don't know i really thoroughly enjoyed this uh the storytelling i believe that they're probably going to have during this match between these two ladies is going to be real good stuff so after that we had jeff hardy versus sheamus and kind of like a, a renewal of the feud that they had way back when um that was pretty damn good pretty damn entertaining um but the caveat with this is if jeff hardy defeated sheamus tonight he would add himself to the u.s title match at extreme rules effectively making it a triple threat match and crazily enough <laughs> when sheamus thought he had this in the bag jeff gets the win so we have ourselves a triple threat match now for this United States championship. So obviously with triple threats, it's no rules. So we get some extreme because looking at this card, uh, there are no stipulations in any of these matches. So what happened to extreme rules? <laughs> uh, guys. <laughs> so, yeah um i said this on the smackdown study and i'm going to reiterate it again i believe that it's time to fully retire this pay-per-view if you're not going to make it what it was supposed to be which was essentially a night in regular wwe being ecw always being extreme always having ridiculous you know things to do with these matches stipulations everywhere but there's none. I don't think there's a single stipulation in any of these matches besides a triple threat match. Honestly. So it's kind of what's the point at this, you know, this juncture. So just retire it. Be done with it. Lord knows you have enough pay-per-view titles that you can bring back. So, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, the main event of main events your triple threat match between Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, and Big E. Now, they gave these gentlemen 20, 25 minutes for this match. And it was well worth it. Now, I, I will admit, I was uh, I had one eye on that match and the other eye on the Monday Night Football game because my opponent had Aaron, Ro Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers kind of went off tonight. Thankfully, not enough. Your boy is now 2-0 in fantasy football. Let's go. But I did pay attention to this, this triple threat. And dear God, each man, each man had a brilliant had a brilliant match. They each had their moment to shine, as they all should have, because they're all high quality and high caliber wrestlers um they protected the big ending both time uh, twice that that it was done um lashley and, and roman hitting spears and 
It's good stuff. Um, towards the end, Lashley introduces a chair into this match, uh, beats down Big E, uh, but unfortunately eats a spear from Roman, and Roman picks up the win. So your tribal chief, your head of the table, walks out of Raw, not even his own show, out of Raw as the winner for tonight. And this match, this show, easily, easily, the best one of the year um, for the flagship show. It's nice to see them get back on the ball. Um, I am curious to see what their what their ratings are. I know, obviously, it doesn't really matter, but I, I still like to pay attention to these things just to see. Um, the Monday Night Football game was pretty good. Um, Packers kind of took it off towards the end, so maybe some viewers hopped over to Raw. Hopefully, well, who knows? We'll we'll see. Um, but guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, we appreciate you all the time. Now, if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You could find uh, us also on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Above the Ring. You can find myself as Scotty J Stream, and you can find this podcast on pretty much every podcasting platform that is out there. Now. If you are listening to a particular podcast that we are not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it, though. You can do all your one-stop shopping and add a little bedlam for for your day with, uh, you know, a view from above the ring. (laughs) Uh, So, guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful week. We will be back on uh, Saturday morning for my smackdown study and my picks for extreme rules on sunday we will also then be doing our above the ring episode um recording saturday most likely dropping it on sunday because uh, my post show for extreme rules will be going up on monday so a little extra one extra podcast for you guys this week uh, so that we can cover what happens at extreme rules um but that's it guys Thank you. Appreciate you. And most importantly, please don't forget to ship it and join the bedlam. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.